0: As any home or business ages, so does its plumbing. But there's a way to keep it working better than new, even when we're talking about a multi-family, multi-story tower. To talk about that, we welcome Gary Gould with TDT Plumbing. They're specialists in repiping and pipe restoration.
1: Hi, Gary. How are you doing, Charlie? Good to hear from you.
0: Now, right now, TDT is in the midst of a huge pipe restoration project. A couple of them, a two HUD, senior living facilities, Houston House with 151 units, and Woodland Christian Towers with 126. Gary, a house is one thing, but how on earth do you even get started working on 177 practically at the same time?
1: I guess I would have to say that we work with the uh, property manager, owners, representatives, architects, engineers, whoever potentially involved with that We work out a schedule with ownership and and have town hall meetings with the uh, people who live there to kind of explain the process, the timing, uh, so that we can let people know in advance when we're going to be into their units and uh, when we'll be restoring certain pipes Uh, because these projects often may take uh, several months, if not a year, to complete so you may not see a particular owner or tenant, you know, for seven months or eight months. So we we develop a schedule well in advance that helps us understand who will be affected and who, who will be in their property business as usual as if nothing's going on around them. And that's very common.
0: How do you sequence something like that? you just go from one to the next to the
1: next? Most Buildings that are residential environments like this are either plumbed horizontally. So, if it's a horizontal plumbing, you would maybe do the fifth floor and then or the sixth floor, and you could section off or isolate pieces of that. Uh, But more common on a vertical tower, we would go floors one through 10, but just a particular unit. So, let's say there's 21. Uh, apartments on a floor, we might just do the number one apartment, but would do uh, one hundred one, two hundred one, three hundred one each floor. And we just take all of those off of the system, and then over a week or two, we would do a complete um, rehabilitation or preservation of those pipes, and then would put it back in the service. And then we would go to the number two units, and we would take care of them. So depending on how they were plumbed back 30 or 40 years ago or however old they are, we, we would then use the existing uh, existing system as our guideline as to how we're going to restore that property.
0: This sounds like it's, it's a big part of this is detective work for you in figuring out how these buildings are put together.
1: Oh, you bet. Uh, so much time has to be spent up front so that we can really understand – Um, good work hours with the clients. We also uh, typically have no type of uh, plans or diagrams. Often this stuff is lost in a flood or was sold three times beforehand and and paperwork and and information's gone. So it would not be uncommon for us to generate a set of plans, uh, really dive into the system and, and do some other upgrades while we're at it so that it's easier to isolate uh, different sections of pipe. And uh, that's all a part of that process up front that we have to uh, have to do then.
0: Now, you're coming in with your e-pipe system, right? So from a high level, how does that process work? How does e-pipe restore the pipe?
1: Well, e-pipe's a patented uh, coating process. I mean, coatings have been in in pipes for probably hundreds of years. When you when you go way back, to, coatings were different. And today, epoxy is the number one type of coating that is used, different types of epoxies, whether you have a sewer line or a drain line or, or a water line. For us, what we would do is come in and isolate off sections of pipe. We dry the inside of the pipe, get the water out, Get it nice and dry, and then we would sandblast the inside of the pipe. And by doing that, we are cleaning the inside edges of that, the wall of the pipe, down to new metal, getting all the rust, the corrosion, the calcium, oxidation, anything that is inside, we would blast out. And it also gives us a nice uh, matte finish, a nice clean surface. For adhesion of the epoxy resin. Once it's clean, we then can calculate out some measurements and calculate out volumes of liquid epoxy. It's mixed in a machine and it's injected and pushed through the lines using air. And uh, once that epoxy is in the pipe, within a couple of hours, it's dry and we could put water on right then if we wanted to. And so it there's some preparation and cleaning, and then the actual coating. We let it dry, and then we come back and hook the water back up and turn everything back on to the unit.
0: You access these pipes through the, the tips that are already there, the access points already. So does this mean that um, you're not having to cut a lot of holes, or, or, or is it just like a residential project in that
1: way? Yeah, absolutely. So if you were to imagine what it takes when, when you have the drywall covering everything in tubs and tub tiles. A building may take on average three years to repipe conventionally and maybe triple the cost because of the cosmetic nightmare that you end up having to deal with. It's cutting the drywall, it's removing old pipe, putting in new pipe. So you have a whole bunch of extra work that has to be done to repipe conventionally a property. For us, those pipes stick out of the wall under the sinks, below the commode fixtures, on the tubs. Uh, they come into a valve that's centrally located right there in the tub. And so we minimize the needed access if you were to have to repipe it. So we come in, take off the, the little supply tubes and the, and the valves, and where the the pipe is sticking out where we can touch it, that's where we're going to connect. And so, probably 95 or 7% of the restoration is done right where you can grab the pipe. There are some areas, maybe up in the attic or, or first floor or wherever, that we would go through. And grab the pipe off of main lines, what have you. Gets a little more complicated than than maybe this show is, and then I can get into here. But
0: but but at a high uh, level, you're you're going in through access that without having to cut holes in the wall.
1: Absolutely. Uh, Residentially, it's the same thing. You know, we we grab the water at the water heater. We grab the water uh, where it comes into the home, and at each and every sink and what have you. And it it's quick. It's easy. It's painless. It'd be very rare uh, that we'd have to do very much cosmetic work at all in a a project. Usually we're in and out in a few days when it's a residential. Uh, But again, these commercial projects, you know, like the HUD towers, those are long-term projects. Several months, several months to a year is not uncommon.
0: Well, with Heights House in particular, you you essentially have 151 residences you're doing in sequence. What has been the reaction to this from the people you've already completed?
1: all kinds of recommendations and good stories and, and thanks the the men on site i mean it's, it's just it's nice to hear those stories when people come in and say, "Hey, I was tired of seeing rusty water every time it turned on or or you know I, my water pressure was poor or low, or I didn't have a, maybe as as much uh, hot water as I would have liked and then through the process, we're able to eliminate, you know, those negatives, right? So that all of a sudden it's like, wow, you know, I got hot water instantly. It's so clean. It tastes better. Uh, my pressure is great. I can get the soap out of my eyes and hair when I, you know, when I wash my hair or whatever. So it's, it's really nice. Uh, another big benefit that we have is we're not having to come into a property with twenty employees, twenty twenty souls to come in and just attack, so we're able to come in and we work these projects with three or four, maybe five men. and it it's so much easier when you're when you're not inside someone's unit for eight hours a day, every day. Fifteen minutes here, fifteen minutes there. It's no noise, no dust. For, it's quiet, and and things go into routine. It just goes like clockwork. Get there in the morning. You know what's nice about it: start about eight thirty or nine. Let people get get awake, have their coffee, and then we we typically are trying to get out of there by four four thirty in the afternoon. So, so we are just try not to intrude in these people's lives, and that makes a big big difference. And they appreciate it. And the ownership appreciates it. So, just
0: as it's not invasive to the building, it sounds like you're not invasive to people's lifestyles either.
1: Well, we are not. It it could not be more pleasant for the people who actually live there. Residential homes, typically, even though the property may not have water on, or maybe without water, but folks, it doesn't seem to bother people. It, it's so minimal. And the intrusiveness is so small that it they just they just like what they see. They want to be a part of it. They want to talk about it. Uh, homeowners are always just very complimentary, and, and we appreciate it. We appreciate helping them, and I think they're glad we're we're there to do that.
0: A job well done. And one of the things you mentioned in there is how their water tastes. And And next time we get together, Gary, I'd like to talk about that, about what the pipes are adding to the water that maybe isn't good for you. And we'll talk about that next time we get together. Gary, thanks so much for your time.
1: Thanks a bunch, Charlie. Appreciate it.